Welcome back to the Worldview Minute as we apply all of Christ to all of life one minute at a time. And we've, uh, we've looked at all of the major parts of the doctrine of man so far for Christianity. And we now have to take a step back and do some comparison. We've done this along the way, but it's really important that we think very carefully about this. Who is man? Why does it matter? Because we're really left with, with two different options, right? Man is the result of a cosmic accident. There is no God. And that means that everything that has happened is without meaning, without greater purpose. It's just a cosmic accident. And through random processes, somehow we have now come here. And so when we think about that, that makes without God, the universe becomes nothing. And without God, man becomes nothing. And this setting off that we have now done in modern day of, you need to find out who you are. You need to determine your truest self is really kind of absurd because you're a nothing. We've been telling people they are a nothing uh, for a long time. and we are then driven further within ourselves to try to find out who we are, and we can only measure ourselves by ourselves. It's the worst kind of dead end that we have really backed ourselves into. Francis Schaeffer described it this way. He says, man's finiteness is his smallness. He is not a sufficient reference point to himself. All right, so without God, we've been pushed further in to see who we are. But the only thing we can measure ourselves by is ourselves, but we don't know who we are. And think about the absurdity of that. So Schaefer writes somewhere else. He says, the dilemma of modern man is simple. He does not know why man has any meaning. He is lost. Man remains a zero. This is the damnation of our generation, the heart of modern man's problem. This is the damnation of our generation. This is the heart of our problem. It manifests itself in so many different ways, but we don't know who we are. For generations, we've been told that man is nothing more than a highly evolved animal, and there's really nothing of substantial or consequential or eternal difference between him and the monkey, or even him and a speck of dust. It's just atoms arranged in one way, and then atoms arranged in a different way, that when you die will be rearranged into specks of dust as you decay. But there is no greater meaning. And so this has launched man upon this search that the philosopher Sartre described as, or, or identifies as existentialism. And the belief of existentialism can be summed up in this way, that meaning comes before essence. Or sorry, existence comes before meaning or essence. So you exist and then you have to determine for yourself your own meaning. Existence comes first. Whereas Christianity says God gives meaning to you before you exist. That before the foundation of the world, God knew everything. He knew the number of your days and he has given meaning to you beforehand. And so in this odd way, man has now in our world today uh, been reduced to a nothing. And so we both have too small a view of man and too big a view of man. And I want you to think carefully with me about this for a second, because it's, it's really depressing when, when, we, when we fully grasp it. We've been, we've been drilling into our kids that you're just the result of evolution, blind processes over, over time. Man is nothing special in the universe. There's no eternal weight. Um, and as we've read before, if, if this is true, Bertrand Russell is correct. The only thing that's left is unyielding despair. So we've been drilling it into people that you're a nothing, you're a nothing, you're a nothing. And then simultaneously, that's what we think too little about, man. The Bible says you are something. You are the pinnacle of all of creation because you bear the image of God. You are worthwhile. You are valuable. You have rights because you bear God's image. You have meaning and a purpose. God has given you a job to reflect him and to reflect his rule over creation. You are a something because you can measure yourself not by your own finiteness, not by turning within, but by seeing who you are in relationship to God. So man thinks too, too, much, or too little of himself by saying he is a nothing. 
And the, the oddity of it then comes with the second part of the equation. Man thinks too much of himself today as, as then we replace God. We then say, well, then I have to determine my own meaning, but your meaning dies with you. I say this many times to my people at church. Any self-made meaning goes away when you die. It's not eternal. And it's just a, it's a happy way to, dis- not even a happy way, it's a way to distract ourselves. David Wells describes it this way. He says this, when God, the external God dies, the God outside of you, then the self immediately moves in to fill the vacuum. Something always becomes the God of the system. And it normally becomes us. But then something strange happens, he says. The self also dies, and with it goes meaning in reality. If you haven't read any of David Wells' works, I really do encourage you to do so. He gathers um, biblical data and also sociological data, and we can see that in no point in human history have we been more material blessed, have we, have we been stressed to look to ourselves more and find our own happiness within, and by every measure, we've never been more depressed. We've never had more deaths of despair. We've never been more anxious, more medicated, more any of these things than today. Why? Because we've been telling man on the one hand, he is a nothing. And then on the other hand, he is everything. But if you are everything and nothing at the same time, then there is nothing. There is no meaning. There is no purpose. You are an absolute nothing. That's the option set before us. So let's be honest. Let's stare at the unyielding despair, as Bertrand Russell puts it. If there is no God, you have no ultimate meaning. You have no ultimate purpose. You are just a random gathering of atoms that will one day be rearranged. But, but, if you are, or if Christianity is correct, then you have meaning. You have purpose. You have worth. You have dignity. You have We have a basis for free will and knowledge and consciousness and personality. We have all of those things if there is an infinite, personal, creator God who has made us in our image. And that's how all of us live and function. And so if you want to find meaning in life, if you want to know who you are, uh, St. Augustine put this well, our hearts remain restless until we find our rest in God. You were created for him. You have meaning and purpose in your relationship with him. You have worth and dignity as you reflect his image. You have God-given rights, not rights given to you by the state, because God has made you and God is over, yes, even the state. And so this Christian worldview, this Christian foundation says, screams to us, you are worthwhile and meaningful, not because you declare yourself to be. Talk about a shifting foundation. Like The self is not meant to hold that kind of weight. You have worthwhile meaning and purpose, not because of how you feel, not because of you can turn further within and find your truest self, but because you are taught to look outside of yourself and measure yourself and find your meaning in an eternal foundation and an infinite standard that you bear the image of the almighty creator God. And if you are a Christian, that he has sent his son to die for you. Meaning and purpose cannot be found primarily within. It cannot be based upon the shifting sands of your emotions. It can only be found by looking outside of ourselves, staring into the face of God. Then and only then can we see ourselves correctly. That's the Christian view of man. He is worthwhile. He is valuable. He is unique in all of creation. He has a job to do, and there's worth and dignity in all of that, that everything matters because God has made everything, and everything matters because Christ died for everything. That is the one option you have, or all of this is just a fantasy that we tell ourselves the meaning, searching for meaning, is just a fantasy that we tell ourselves to make ourselves feel better until we cease to exist for all eternity. Unyielding despair. So either you are nothing because the universe is a random accident, the universe is nothing, has no meaning because there is no God, or there is a God and there is meaning. That's the options. That are the options that we are left with. We can try to be like Sartre and say, well, you can make your own meaning. Well, great, yeah, you can make your own meaning, and then you die and it goes away. 
It was just an, it was just an illusion. And so Christian worldview presents us with this unique view of, view of man. He's worthwhile, he is valuable, and he's also a sinner in need of salvation. We're going to continue on. We're going to revisit some of these things as we start to apply the Christian worldview very directly and in more expanded ways to the rest of life. But I do encourage you, comment, like, share this podcast as we continue to build that Christian worldview and bring all of Christ into all of life for his glory.